0: Yeah, man. Yeah, there we go with uh, a little bit of Louis Armstrong. A name of Louis Armstrong, that's right. He used to smoke weed just to shelter him from the racism in the world. One thing about um, Louis Armstrong is that uh, he used to live in New Orleans, uh, duh, but he had his own little house and he answered his fan mail all by hand. All by hand. He answered every bit of fan mail he ever got. Uh, That's awesome. And also his uh, neighborhood, the people that lived in his neighborhood would uh, take care of his house when he was on the road and uh, just keep a watchful eye over his uh, wife and possessions. And it was funny because I was talking to a friend of mine named AC, named AC, uh, short for uh, Alan Cunningham, I believe the uh, acronyms for acronym that's his name and he was saying I was talking to him I told him the story that I heard about uh, Louis Armstrong how they uh, he lived you know I don't think at that time it was a hood but um, they took care of his spot when he was gone you know kept a watchful eye I'm all you think they'll do that Uh that same shit will happen today with anybody in the hood if there were stars hood stars viral stars just stars period he's all hey oh no my dog, Detroit. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the Yeah Man Podcast. Hope you guys are doing well, dude. I know I've been saying this already for the last podcast, and we're gonna get to the bottom of this. We finally did. Yeah, and I want to thank Sacatecano out there in uh, Dallas, uh, Texas, um, for the input. He's the first one to hit me with the uh, with the. I can only hear it out of one uh, headphone the right or the left I don't know which one it was but in essence uh, we were always uh, recording uh, we wanted to record this in mono that way it goes for both sides because if you record in stereo it's only one side right usually the right whatever so he told me about it last week because I thought I, you know I handled this um, the podcast is sounding perfect now. I had some little samples in there, and I was all stoked. And then, boom, he hits me with the news, and then a couple other people hit me with the news, and I was just like, kind of bummed out. I was like, God damn, dude. You try, you try, you try, and, dude, it doesn't happen. It's fucking lame. You know what I mean? It's fucking, like, super lame. So, uh, I just got on the horn. And by the horn, I mean email. So, I emailed uh, right. They are the um, the manufacturers of uh, manufacturers of the Scarlet 214, two I think it is Two and four, two one four. And uh, I just hit them. I hit them with the emails. Hey, bro, da 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 da. This thing ain't working. I'm hearing crackling sounds. Uh, the people that listen to the podcast are hitting me up. What's going on? What's wrong? And I'm frustrated, man. <laughs> <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm frustrated. I'm so frustrated. (laughs) Oh my God, dude. It could be considered a bitch move, but I, I had no recourse anymore. I just didn't know what to do, dude. I had to like hit him up. I'm like, what's up? What's happening? What the fuck, dude? And I just hit him with the email. Listen, dude, there's cracklings, uh, sounds on the input jack, um, recording in mono. I'm getting stereo only one side and this is truth be told when I got the interface I was all stoked um, it was Emma at ATC that told told me to get one and uh, just to get it amplified because I wanted to amplify the mics that's what I thought right and the only ones that need amplification I think are the shore ones because these other ones or what they were built whether it's EV or the I don't even want to mispronounce uh, with all these fact checkers out there huh, of the world aka crossing guards um, yeah, Sennheiser. Um even the I got the evolution one which is the best one, but uh, honestly my my personal preference is the EV uh one that I have here. Uh bitch bitchin' Mike, Super super bitchin' mic. Um ND76, the EV ND76. It was funny cuz the uh, we're getting off track here, but fuck it, it's all good. Well, it didn't sound right, but fuck it. Oh my god, it sounds tasty. He uh, he stood on the mic. He's oh, so strong. <laughs> One of these dudes is like a little older, has gray hairs, but using using the blonde streaks to cover over the gray, whatever. It's pretty clever, you know what I mean? Um, opposed to the regular dye, you see those older dudes, huh? Their their hairs dyed. They're like eighty years old, but it's jet black. It's almost like blue, huh? It's like midnight blue. You're like, dude, I'm like forty, and my shit is like sprinkled in there and you're 80, and your shit's jet black. All right, whatever. (laughs) Carry on, mate. So, uh, yeah, he was showing me the mic, so it's also mic, whatever. So I always thought the interface was just to boost a mic, which it is to a point, but not really, because all the mics are, like, I don't know, super-powered now, or, like, charged the way they're uh, put together. So uh, I emailed the dude at a Focusrite. It's not even emailed the dude. It was just, like, you know, like customer service and I just went in detail, you know, you got to put the, uh, excuse me while well, I take a drink of this water. Uh, um, you got to put the uh, serial number in there and all that stuff, you know, and I was pissed and I thought it was broken. I thought something's wrong with it. Cause I took it with me a couple of times, <laughs> uh, on the road. I never mistreated it, but I'm just saying, you know, it's the original box and whatnot. So I thought maybe that was it. I moved it wrong and the wiring, you know, shook loose inside. Uh, So, yeah, man, I was just like, fuck, dude. So I emailed, you know, whatever, and didn't hear nothing back. It's already been a week. So I said, (laughs) fuck it. I went to Guitar Center, not the one I bought it at, Um, the one in Brea. And there was a little angel that, uh, that works there and um, he helped me out. He's just like, all right, do you have it on you? I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, right here in my back pocket. And I didn't have it on me, but he's all, I'm here tomorrow from like uh, one to close and bring it in, we'll we'll get to the bottom of this and if it is a lemon, we'll get it taken care of because it's been over a year. And like I told you guys before, I used it a couple of times, people bitched about it. I thought it was awesome, whatever. And then I didn't really use it. I went back to the Zoom and you guys remember there was a time when, you know, the yeah mans weren't as frequent. So, you know, I kind of like stopped using it. And then I started using it again because I want to be at the home studio, bust one out and then bust one out on the road. Right. Or get an interview, make it happen with the zoom. So I'm just over it and I just started putting them out. I thought I finished and um, solved the issue, which I didn't. And I apologize. That's the only thing I'll apologize for. <laughs> so I went over there and he went through it and, uh, yeah, man, basically gave me a tutorial. And it's funny because when he popped up, uh, he did it on Pro Tools, which is like super advanced and kick-ass. And uh, he, uh, he's all, well, this is a Mac. Let me. What do you use? You use GarageBand, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah the GarageBand. Yeah, if you can do that on that, it'll be awesome. So he did it, and he starts going through it. And every time you plug it in, it tells you to either use one or two mics, you know. and Or it has a setting for one mic. and also has one and two, which the one and two go on simultaneously. And that's what's been going on. That's the issue right there, which I never even knew, even after setting it up on the inside um, with the uh, preferences on uh, on the, the operation side of the uh, of the settings, in essence, on the on the laptop. So I thought that was it, and it wasn't it. I mean, that was part of it, with the input jacks and all that, and the output. But the thing was, when you put it to one. And then as soon as I put it to one, I was able to hear myself and not connect it to the laptop and through the auxiliary and uh, we're gold now. And yeah, so, uh, I want to thank cone boy <laughs> and he gave me his name and I don't want to sound like a cheese ball. Uh, but you always say that, uh, I know I'm so thirsty, dude. It's because, uh, I drank a big old coffee. It was good. Probably the best coffee I had in a long time. And, um, here we go. And, um, All right. Quench yourself, bro. So where was I? Man, I fucked up. And uh, oh my God, dude, I'm over here. Like now I have Alzheimer's. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. Oh yeah. Here we go. Kind of some timers. Uh, I'm bad with names. I'm. It's weird because I never thought I would be that guy. You meet so many people now, nah, dude. I mean, I'm gonna remember every name, every face. And, you know, some people got talent for that, or they have like selective memory, which I do have as well. But I have more of uh, an overall memory and like uh, what happened in points in time in my life. And is this and not the is this person like uh, important? But you know, I just didn't. His name was like. Oh, guess each. I just can't even think of it. I wanted to say rich, but it's not rich. And I don't want to describe them either because, you know, then we're going to get into, like, you know, names or what this dude looks like. You know, say he's Filipino. He's not even Filipino. He's Thai. Or Vietnamese. But, yeah, some names I can remember forever. And some it probably takes four or five times. And some, it won't even click. I mean, I, I even going back to comedy clubs, you um, you see the face, but you can't say the name, you know? Unless it's some something like, you know, the Mosh Pit Messiah. <laughs> Which, that's his IG name, but I can't really like come up with his real name. I want to say Isaiah. <laughs> Crazy, man. But yeah, I had a good cup of, cup of coffee this morning. Uh... And uh yeah, had some mom's cooking, mom's cooking. And if you guys still have mom's cooking, mom's cooking is like bomb, dude. Like, and it's funny because everybody says my mom makes the best rice. My mom makes the best beans. My mom makes the best stuffed peppers. My mom makes the best meatloaf. My mom makes the best lasagna. And it's the best to you because you've never had anything else, you know? And it's when you move out, you find out your mom's either a shitty cook or a good cook. That's when you find out. And that's when I found out my mom was a good cook when I moved out. Oh, yeah, yeah. For years, I just used to hate, hate seeing beans, seeing rice, seeing enchiladas, seeing the same old shit. Chile con carne. O carne de puerco con chile verde. Gorditas. Eggs always. Cereal. (laughs) You know, I was just tired of seeing that shit. Her lasagna that she would make for us. She would probably make it every three months, but every time we had a birthday party, we would get lasagna. And that was probably, like, my favorite meal. Next to, like, spaghetti the day after. After, like, you know, the spaghetti soaks in the sauce. The noodles soak in the sauce. And it's just that much richer and better and luscious. You know? If you guys don't know that phenomenon, you guys better check yourselves. But I remember just like not even being into my mom's food. Like, just like, you know, just going through the motions. All right, this is what it is. Being stoked when you ate lunch at somebody else's house or you traded half a sandwich for a cookie at lunch. You know, if you brought your own lunch, you know, if you didn't know what that was, you probably got like hot lunch at school because you were, you know, poe. <laughs> you know what sucks is when people get hot lunches, and you know they have money, <laughs> or you know their parents. You know, what I mean, they both have jobs, and they're lying somewhere in the application, scantless. But it happens. So I remember, like, when I started doing comedy, started going out more, going out to eat, and going, oh, this place sucks. Oh, this place is good. And then going back to my mom's house after, and going, God damn, going, dude, you miss it, you know. And it's not nostalgia or anything like that. It's just like whoa, it's a, this is a palate that the tastes you were raised on. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but if I step into somebody's house and I don't like the smell or the smell affects me weird or it's odd, like you know, you mean like oh that wet dog smell sometimes, or just like the house smells a certain way because certain types of food are cooked or because the windows never get open or just some weird like mold moldy wet towel type fucking uh, smell, I can't, I can't eat there, I will not even drink a glass of water, and it's funny, because, you know, like, I usually jump, you know, you got a coke, whatever, even if your house smells like that, I'm just like, really, I remember being a kid, and if, like, you didn't even have name brand Soda, I didn't want it, (laughs) you know, those Springfield sodas from, like, what was Springfield from, like, was it Vons or something? I don't think it was Stater Brothers or like Food for Less, but Springville was like a cheap ass soda. It was like the it was like the like the redhead stepchild of sodas. I mean, like Shasta was like a good off brand soda. You know, that's like like in the valley of uh, like Mister Pib or Doctor Thunder <laughs> or even worse. But they always had the classic cola. Lemon, lime, root beer. Everybody always has bootleg root beer huh? Hilarious. But yeah, mom's cooking, man. And I just had simple just eggs. I think um, eggs over, not even over easy, just, just fried eggs, beans, like Peruvian beans. She's been getting into lighter beans now. Not so many, not so much pinto beans. Like she said she made some black beans the other day and nobody ate them. <laughs> they used to gross me out too because they like look like, really reminiscent of shit (laughs) but as I got older as I tried Salvadorian cuisine I got used to uh, black beans and what else and she made some like I guess uh, uh, nopales with a cut up chile de arbol and nopales cactus by the way for those of you that don't know and onions and I believe oregano oregano And that's just like, you know, some uh, Mexican uh, poor food. Comida del campo. (laughs) The lady in the village made it. And what else? She had fresh cheese, queso fresco, tortillas, and that was it. And I didn't drink any coffee because I already drank some coffee before I got there. But yeah, man. And it was good, and I've been eating there probably like the last three weeks. I've eaten there probably about five times in the morning. I posted one picture on IG. One day she had some leftover uh, chiles rellenos, which I never even liked as a kid. I was like, ugh, just that thick green Chile over it, and you know, gotta get to the cheese, and I was just not even into it. And until I got older, I think it's till when I started when I moved out, I started liking them towards the end. When I was living there, but yeah, I was never into them, whatsoever, and that was bomb. So yeah, man, mom's cooking, man. And I know uh, for those of you that still have parents, I mean, I don't want to be those guys too, dude. You better, you better, um, you better uh, appreciate that shit while your mom's here. It's like, dude, if you do, and you don't, rock on. Or if you can get somebody else's mom to make you food. <laughs> It's hilarious. But yeah, man, mom's cooking. Shout-outs. Yeah, man. These are the SoundCloud shout-outs. And uh shout out to uh Kenna Feldman. I wonder if she's related to Corey Feldman. <laughs> Cheeto 408, Jose Castro, and Tino Martinez. And that's right, folks. Episode 65 is already up, or has been up for like a week. I didn't really promote it. Just because uh, after I got the news on that, I was like, Bleh. but it's all good. It's up there if you want to listen. And uh, thanks to SoundCloud alone, we have 158,000 plays and 16,000 downloads. Thank you guys very much uh, to the SoundCloud people and the people listening now on SoundCloud. And please um, go to um, iTunes and leave a message. And thank you very much to the people that have uh, left messages on um uh, on uh iTunes. Thank you very much, man. It means so much and it's happening, folks. Um, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it well. Yeah, man. So with that being said, man, shit, how you guys doing? Everything cool? Uh, I was gonna I hit the girl had the last name Feldman. Uh yeah, you guys hear about that Feldman documentary where he like uh outed some people but mainly it was uh It was Charlie Sheen, and I guess it was some, like, defamation suit back in the day that Charlie Sheen uh, basically wanted Homeboy to stop saying that uh, he uh, molested or raped Corey Hain. And it was, like, some graphic stuff, and this is just what I read from an article when uh, he released it a couple days ago, and it was off of Twitter that, like, he used Crisco on him and then, like, you know, did his duties Which is crazy, man. I mean, if it did happen, but didn't it? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't think anybody kind of gives a shit. Just some of the people that went to his little premiere. But it's kind of crazy, man. How all this uh, Me Too stuff's coming to the head, you know? Uh, The Shrek uh, Weinstein just got, they just announced that he got 23 years for what he did. And now he got to come to LA and face uh, those uh, charges. Crazy, huh? Over some pussy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you haven't heard too much about that Kevin Spacey stuff. I wonder if it went away. Nuts, huh? Man, my my whole thing is like, dude, how could you get a hard on, dude? You know what I mean? like. But I guess it's caveman shit, you know? I've never been like, you know, one of those dudes. Y'all just like. <laughs> that little lip that quivers, huh? <laughs> Fucking crazy, dude. Crazy. But people say that's crazy. What's crazy to me is like how Homeboy has like that hot wife that's like a designer and everything, you know? It's like, come on, you know, like that lady didn't know she was marrying a big old troll. (laughs) People do stuff for different reasons, man. And a lot of times it's not love, (laughs) it's opportunity, cushiness, all that type of stuff. But yeah, man, never forget your mom's cooking. How about if you're a foster kid? I don't know, your foster mom's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Hilarious. Hilarious. Oh, my God. It's so hilarious. How are you doing, everybody? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm very fucking stoked and I'm very uh, um like behind the fact that this is uh, we're never going to have issues like that again with the podcast and I like recording I like this interface I like the way it sounds and uh, shout out to Homeboy over there at uh, the uh, the Brea Guitar Center I'll get his name and give him a shout out and Homeboy was a recording engineer so he had like it was cool it was cool to s- uh, swiftly see that stuff move through and also shout out to Moises he is a a friend of mine a fellow uh, uh, pest control dude and he uh, he's pretty the 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 dude that showed me how to use a garageband i uh, i was using it and i was using it wrong and i just didn't even know it was it was retarded and uh we i he sat down with me like i want to say i i want to say it was not even 15 20 minutes we went to uh, his studio over there in uh in LA and we sat down we talked and it was it was hilarious i haven't talked to him in a while but shout out to him Moises, Um, I'll look him up on IG real quick, that way I can get his real name, but he really helped me out a lot, and that was in the beginning, you know, in the beginning, beginning. So ladies and gentlemen, um, on March 21st, it's going to be Tres Latino Comedy Night featuring Rodrigo Torres at the Glass Corner Cafe, Uh, and that's in San Diego off uh, 1295 University Avenue, Suite 1A. There's no cover. It's 18 and over. Doors open at 7. So uh, that's going to be March 21st at the Glass Corner Cafe in San Diego. Fuck with me. It's going to be uh, Benji uh, Reyes. He'll be out there. He's uh, doing the show. And the 21st, man, we, uh, we uh, will be out there um, making it happen. And that's going to be a Saturday. So not this Saturday, but next Saturday. Yeah, man. Uh, what else? What the fuck else? Oh, you guys all freaked out about the coronavirus? It's crazy how like since last week it's just been like blown out of proportion. How it just like crazily like just like on a level ten plus now. You don't you guys don't think it's crazy? How it was just these little cases and a little bit of freak freakazoid stuff, you know, a little bit of hype. But now it's like the president's talking mad shit. The stock market's taking a plunge. People are buying the shit out of paper towels and toilet paper and water. It's all sold out. Whether it's uh, a Mexican market or Target or Target. As some people would uh, rather say. It's crazy, right? And now they're having like people like quarantined that get off, uh, Ships, cruise ships, another quarantine in military headquarters. People are taking a Twitter to bitch that are locked in there. People are dying. Older people, you know. We just got back from uh, Washington. We were in Topanesh at Legacy Casino. At the airport there in Yakima and then at the airport in Seattle should i be quarantined <laughs> or is it, uh, or am i joking too much but it's funny how everybody like buys into the hype man it's really crazy to me like i don't know it's it's like it's reminiscent of the movie that i watched uh, this weekend you guys ever seen uh, outbreak with morgan freeman And Donald Sutherland, Cuba getting juniors in it, and Dustin Hoffman, and Rene Russo. It was a pretty good movie. Very, like, late 80s, but pretty good. And then I watched Contagion with Gwyneth Paltrow, Lawrence Fishburne, Matt Damon, to name a few, and that was pretty, pretty, pretty good. And I can see where uh, people got that bat reference, you know, even though they were showing it like it came from a bat in the beginning with the soups. And you see, you know, people in China or whatever the video was uh, recorded, recorded at actually chewing a bat that didn't even look cooked almost, you know, because the end it like you know, it breaks down how the, the virus came to be. And it was fucking people up, you know, because in the movie uh, Outbreak, the government by ways of lies of a uh, general was going to blow up the town. What is Cedar Creek, California? (laughs) And the bomb or the method that they're going to use to blow it up was it's supposed to implode kind of how they, you know, they drop a building in the middle of the city. You know, it wasn't going to be like explode. And then boom, it's like, you know, shatters to the neighboring cities and counties. And in the end, there's a standoff with Dustin Hoffman and Cuba Gooden Jr. And then these other soldiers and a big old bomber plane. And then the bomber plane chooses the moral, the morality and not go with orders. And, you know, drops the um, bomb in the middle of the ocean thus saving the people of Cedar Creek. But what's funny there is with all the the hysteria with the people of the town. That was crazy. And then you see it also with contagion. Like a lot of people are dying. Food scarce. There's a blogger or a vlogger at that time. A journalist type, um, Jude Law, that's uh, having people use another source of like medicine that you can buy at the store to cure that uh, virus that they have. The government pops him and ends up letting him go. They said they were going to hit him with fraud and all this because he made like four and a half million dollars during the whole hysterical outbreak. But it's funny how like, it's almost like the way people act is reminiscent in movies, you know? It's like, does art imitate life or does life imitate art? I don't know. What do you gotta say about it? <laughs> well that's why we listen to you, bro, to give us an opinion. That's that's the most important thing. The opinion. It does you know, you have your case, you win or you lose, but then the judge writes the opinion of the case. Either for legal precedent or to reinforce the statute. Pretty crazy. And another crazy movie that I've seen, which I really enjoyed, And cheers to that dude, man. He's always, I think he fought like, he had a little bout with cancer himself. I don't know if it was like brain cancer or a tumor or something. But uh, Mark Ruffalo, or Mark Ruffalo, Hulk. He's in that movie. He's the star of the movie. Also along with Tim, uh, Tim Robbins. Yeah, Tim Robbins was with me in Shawshank Redemption. Yes, this is Morgan Freeman. (laughs) I'm working on a Morgan Freeman impression. Oh, okay. I I, I do like Morgan. Yes. Hi, Uh, Nick Cage. Thank you. Thank you. And the movie, the name of the film was uh, Dark Waters. It was really good. and It was about uh, the poisoning of a town in uh, West Virginia. I forget the name of the town, but it was poisoning of the water table. That They were actually, DuPont was dumping chemicals in there. All the runoff and like, you know, extra chemicals. I'm talking about barrels, hundreds, if not thousands of barrels of chemicals and then buried uh, in that town that messed up the water. And uh, one employee that it was, uh, I forgot the title of the documentary, but it's on Netflix. And the employee was, uh, Damn, I can't be eating breakfast or even eating food before doing podcasts. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Excuse me. But um it was uh it was a documentary a documentary about DuPont and the lady that gave birth to the kid that was uh he was born like super deformed, like with one nostril and it was it was pretty crazy. And then DuPont was like, Oh yeah, it's not because of us and they were all making her clean out vats of um of a uh, Teflon while she was pregnant. It's a pretty gnarly story, but the movie dark waters is about uh, a farmer whose brother died. That was helping dig those holes and all his cows died. And he, I'm sure he probably knew something was wrong with him at that point, but he shows up to the uh, firm where Mark, um, uh, the Hulk works. And, um, He's all your, your grandmother told me you're a fancy lawyer. <laughs> you know how they always come in. You know, the guy from the country goes into the office, all rough, rough around the edges. With like a couple, bo- he comes with his buddy and a couple boxes of like documentation. there you go. She said you're the one that can help me out. Sounds like almost like uh, Billy Bob Thornton in um, Sling Blade. Ranch <laughs> fried potatoes. Your grandmother says you like French fried potatoes. Um, so he's like, Dude, what the fuck? Uh, I can't help you. Uh, I work at this firm, and then he's in a meeting, they call him, you know, it gets all awkward. Tim Robbins is his boss, he's the head honcho over there at that firm, and it's crazy because that firm actually represents DuPont. So I don't want to spoil it for you like I did outbreak and contagion, but... <laughs> but come on, man, those moves are old as fuck. But this is a good movie about a a lawyer's conscience and um, and about doing the right thing. And his stuff was, you know, all, the, all that stuff, he poisoned the whole town. It was, it was crazy. And uh, there's a scene in the movie where uh, one of the uh, managing partners comes up against uh, Ruffalo and says, dude, like, listen, dude, we can't be suing him. We got to follow uh, the creed of the firm and why it was established. And then, like... Tim Robin snaps. I'm the head dude here. And this is a reason. This is the exact reason why people hate attorneys and uh, they don't like us. And we have a bad word or a bad name. And it's pretty true. <laughs> I remember in college there was a, I forgot Jeremy ball was the name of the professor. Cool dude. And, uh, and it's basically a philosophy class, but it was called interpretation and values. And uh, if you guys can ever get this book, I recommend it. Excuse me, goddamn, mom's cooking. Um, it's called The Green Spectacles, and it's by Jeremy Balls. And Jeremy Balls, Jeremy Ball, Professor Jeremy Ball. He got his PhD at UCI. Um, I remember he was telling me that one of his college buddies was a, an attorney, and he's all, "Dude, I'm not a, an attorney. I'm a corporate. I'm a corporate gladiator." And once you put those uh, those little uh, suits on, it's kind of hard to like ever uh, ever let it go, man. Cause money, bro. <laughs> As they say, the root of all evil, or the root of all fun, man. Yo, that name was a movie was Dark Waters. Thank you guys very much for listening. Mad respect and love to all you guys out there. Do what you will. Keep working. Make it happen. Please leave a comment on uh, iTunes. Yeah, man, t-shirts are available on deck for medium through 3X. Let me know what you need. 3X is a special order, but I'll get it. Even if you need a 4X. If you need a 5 a 5X, goddamn. Ain't you on that TV show? 600 Pound Life. <laughs> so yeah, man. Uh we're here uh listen to the What's Up Full podcast. Los Podcasters del Norte. Martin Rizzo will be back, I believe, tonight. We might do one tonight, but we'll do one tomorrow. So, this is episode 66 of the Yemen yeah podcast. Keep shining. And here's a tune for you guys. Yemen. Yeah, if and progress is ours once more. Now that we have the new Torah. The columns stand up in bright signal light. Godless millions whisk away. It must really have-